Hello and um, welcome along. It's Andy, um, your host on this here podcast. Hello, here we are again, and it's episode five, and uh, a real industry heavyweight on this one. Um, really, really pleased to have uh, convinced Atoll to uh, take the time to talk to me, and uh, he broke out of his heavy schedule to um, sit down and spend. Uh, uh, 30 40 minutes with me so um, i hope you find this one interesting uh, it's atul lokani from ixl events uh, and sanjay foods please enjoy so um, here we are this is episode five and man have i got a man uh, for this pod uh, mr atul lokani from sanjay foods thank you for taking the time and i'm really uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you giving up your time you've just come out of a high-powered business meeting which I've <laughs> just sat and watched um, so you know thank you I appreciate your time my pleasure now CEO of Sanjay Foods and IXL <clears throat> Sanjay Foods let's let's start there where did Sanjay Foods actually where did it start so Sanjay Foods first started back in uh, 2000 okay um, it's sort of a typically Indian thing you do where you name a business after your your firstborn son. Okay. And, uh, oh, that's where it comes from? That's where the name comes okay. from. And um, yeah, sort of prior to that, my career within the hospitality industry had been with a family-run business called Bobby's Restaurant in Leicester, established since 1976. And, um, you know, like with sort of natural progression, you end up uh, wanting to do your own. Yeah. As you feel you'll do it in a better way. Yeah. And hence, that's where uh, Sanjay Foods was born. Um, I've got to say, as a as a supplier, it's always a pleasure to work with. Uh, and this isn't to denigrate any other supplier, but if we if I turn up to a job and it's Sanjay Foods, I know we're going to get fed and we're going to get fed well and we're going to get looked after. And more than once, you've been serving us yourself with your sleeves rolled up and and handing out food and making sure that all the suppliers are uh, are taken care of. I can't tell you how. Uh, much I appreciate it at least I'm sure the other suppliers do even though probably nobody ever tells you but um, how important is that for you to uh, take care of other suppliers coming in and working in here it's imperative Andy because we do some magnificent events where equally if anything goes wrong you take the flak but you know where you get a huge amount of goodwill and credit and uh, and I see each and every supplier as being an integral part of that. Okay. And, you know, I mean, they've traveled many a mile away from their families um, in the hope of either getting the best picture, capturing the best video, providing the best decor or the entertainment. And, you know, you've really got to live and breathe that um, to uh, and, and be purely committed to that to deliver at the level I know we do in our industry mm. and so I see us all as uh, branches of the same tree uh, some of us may have to do a little bit more than others but it doesn't matter and and the the, the basic sort of courtesy on my part is, is it's important for me to feed these people and you know and make them feel important because without them the event doesn't work that's the, yeah that's absolutely true yeah um well again just to reiterate i appreciate it anyway <laughs> no we, to be honest we've become renowned for that and this was not done i'll, I'll give you a brief um example so 
with my father's business, Bobby's in Leicester, in the 80s, we used to get a lot of families, uh, you know, it, it was like a, a deli and a sweet uh, store with also um, all serving Indian um, Indian desserts and in Indian savouries and meals and so on. And we'd get families come in and they'd have um, often four or five children and, uh, you know, they'd buy half a pound, half a kilo of a particular type of savoury. And my father would insist on giving all the kids uh, a, a lovely sort of Indian dessert called penda, yeah. pera, as some would need pere. And, um, you know, the cost of those far outweighed what they spent with us. Yeah. But it was just, um, you know, it was just his way. And I, and I think I've inherited my mum and dad's um, generosity in terms of, you know, always wanting to go that extra mile. But that that um, <clears throat> that paying it out there reaps its own benefits, doesn't it? Because then those customers return and, and you see people time and time again. Indeed. I mean, I, I've, I had two weddings um, in the last few years where people saw the photo of my late father on my WhatsApp and they booked me even without food tasting. Really? They said, if you've got a heart as big as your dad, then you're good enough for us. And, That's lovely. And that it? wasn't a marketing ploy. It was just happened and, um, yeah. you know. Fantastic. So your your dad then mentored your way. I mean, what did you actually, did you start right at the very bottom cleaning toilets and, and doing all the menial jobs in the restaurant? Or um, were you parachuted in slightly above that? Not quite, but um, that said, I, I mean, for me, the commitment to sort of food hygiene and things is always, you know, at the forefront of everything I do. Hmm. And um, so, yes, in many ways, whilst I didn't scrub the toilets, uh, I may have on occasion, but uh, my job was pretty much hands on. Yeah. So I came in with an economics degree okay. and I, I wasn't sort of propelled in you know, an immediate managerial role, although I was, I guess I was the manager, but um, I, I did everything and anything and everything. But I did set about wanting to raise the bar and raise the standard if I was to join the family business. Yeah. So that economics degree, obviously, then has given you the grounding to build up what is now, you know, Sanjay Foods is huge. IXL is a fabulous venue. So that business acumen, has just built and built and built, I'm guessing. A hundred percent. And so anybody who says, oh, don't do this degree and don't do that. I mean, you know, that, oh, are you going to become a doctor? That was the favorite question in, in my <laughs> generation, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so when you tell them you've done this degree, oh, so what does that make you then? I, You know, you can't be a doctor, accountant. It For me, education gives you the tools. It gives you the ability to digest information to understand the broader picture and then relate it to different aspects of your life and um, and I think um, you know I, I, I'm a, a big advocate for uh, people being educated as sure wherever possible yeah 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 absolutely um, Sanjay Foods as a brand what do you think the perception is out there when somebody is casting around for a caterer for their wedding, whether they're coming to this venue or, or not, what do you think people's expectation of Sanjay Foods is? I think people's perception and expectation is a company which is true to its word, a company which repeatedly delivers, a company which uh, will you know, take all your stress away, your headaches away, 
and uh, somebody, and above all, a company that cares. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a big, big thing about our development. Hmm. And in that caring aspect, I mean, do you find, I, I've spoken to a few suppliers and they've often said that the uh, most satisfying events that they've covered have been ones where things have gone horribly wrong um, and they've battled through and come out on top anyway. Would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, in part, um, when I look back at my career, I would perhaps maybe there may be one or two instances where that would apply. But as a, as a rule of thumb, you know, I believe in the old adage of, you know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm. And uh, so, uh, again, once again, referring to my late father, he used to say to me, why do you sit in that office for all that many hours? You know, you're not busy, you've got to get home. <laughs> and I yeah. think that if only you understood it, it's not like an environment where the customer comes, has a dish, pays you the money. You know, we have to plan ahead. Yeah. To ensure, but equally with that comes um, the thing that you've got to have right people around you to not only plan it but to also execute. And you, I mean, just walking in here today, you've got a team of five or six people sitting out there, uh, all busy, all on the phones, all doing work. What what's going on out there? Indeed. So whether they're handling inquiries, whether they're planning the weekend's events, or whether they're concentrating on the marketing or whether you know I mean what we've done now is obviously we have um, moved all our offices into a central hub at the IXL yeah because the left hand needs to know what the right hand's doing sure and um, you know so yeah they're all you know I must confess I'm extremely blessed at the commitment um, you know of, of these young people um, you know who often demonstrate wisdom way beyond their years mm. And you, you sort of briefly touched on on family there. How do you go about making sure that your family at home uh, is taken care of as much as your customers? If truth be told, it's been a very difficult trade-off. Um, I started my business with £5,000 in my pocket and it was a very difficult journey uh, with one setback after another. Um, Unfortunately, contrary to what many people may think, I didn't have a silver spoon in my mouth, and okay. uh, nor nor did I have um, much money. It was more a case of a conviction within my own ability, mm. and also that you know that the foresight I had uh, would would probably put me in good stead. So you were totally convinced from day one where you were headed. Indeed, yeah. I mean. Obviously, you know, when also when you're a lot younger, it does make a lot of difference yeah, because, feels, you know, you, yeah. you feel you can, you're indestructible. Indeed. Yeah. That's exactly the right expression, indestructible. And so you can take on the world, you can do whatever. And, um, you know, as you get older, you sort of, you realize sometimes to take a step back to analyze something, a project more better. Would I do the same again with hindsight? No, because the trade-off is quite high. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't see your children growing up. And before you know it, they have grown up. And, um, you know, whilst they love you and you love them, because, but you, you do miss out on very important formative years. Yeah. And do you see yourself handing your business over to your children? Have your children got any interest in, in this business? Where do you see that headed? I have aspirations for my younger son. Okay. And, um, you know, I mean, 
there would be opportunities, but I do believe in a meritocracy and, um, yeah. you know, you, you can't just walk into the business. You've got to earn your way in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so you've, you've basically always known that this is exactly what you want to do and providing, providing service and quality to wedding couples, just wedding couples or other events too? When I graduated, I, w- I had a job lined up in the city. Um, the hospitality route was not something I envisaged myself doing. Okay. Uh, I recall, I remember my parents never being around because they were busy running the restaurant. Yeah. So it wasn't something that I particularly liked. But then my father fell ill and, you know, the rest is history, as they say. But once I did jump into this uh, big ocean, I was determined that I wanted to be known as one of the best in the industry. Yeah. I think it's those who think they are the best in the industry. I think that's very naive because there's so many talented people in our industry. Completely. And, uh, you know, and, and you can have multiple of people who are supremely confident and and fantastic. Uh, it, they're just, they, they are leaders. They're, they're leaders in many fields and in their own rights. But I, I don't think it's not right to sort of claim to be the best or want to be the sole best. I just wanted to be one of the best. Yeah. And um, and I think we've, mm, you know, I don't know. What do you think, Andy? I'll put <laughs> I, it back I, to you. <laughs> That's rude. Um, I think you're there. And I, I, I was going to ask quite often at, at, at weddings that I filmed here, um, I see you sort of standing at the back. Um, just sort of looking at what's going on. How much pride do you feel when you when you when we're mid wedding, mid party, everything's banging. There's you know lights, music, people enjoying themselves. How much pride do you feel in your heart for that? Oh, immense, immense amount of pride because you see the faces of those the the mums and dads, the grandparents, the the bride and groom. All this, you know, effort they've put into planning this event, all this money they've saved and spent. And, you know, you've got to pinch yourself because, you know, you bring so much satisfaction Mm. for that period in their lives that, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, they'll never forget you for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree. Um, Also, I've seen you with your phone out filming here <laughs> I think last time when I was here uh, Malkeet Singh was here and you were there with your phone and filming 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 so presumably some of that went out on your so I've got to confess I don't actually follow your socials too much because I think you're on LinkedIn and I don't much go on LinkedIn um, but how much of that winds up on social media and how much of that filming helps to propel the business forward as a business if I'm honest we've embraced it most lately uh, we've not been that brilliant at sort of advertising ourselves. Mm. Um, it was LinkedIn which showed me the power of social media, um, you know, and uh, that, I mean, the, one of my posts reached over 100,000 people. Okay. And, um, you know, in fact, we catered at Downing Street on Monday, as you do. And um, I posted it yesterday. And that was already. a nice little name drop there, just in, Indeed, indeed, <laughs> you know. Uh, at all for the next prime minister, yeah. But um, can't be, can't be worse than Liz Trust tonight. So <laughs> no, no. I'll take that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, and already thirteen, fourteen thousand people have viewed it. Posted late yesterday. Yeah. Um, so it made me understand the power of that. You know, yeah. I'm I'm old school. Okay. The yeah. brochures, the 
you know, the wedding Printed fairs yeah. and, you know, word of mouth, and which is all great, you know, and, and, and it's um, certainly you need to do it all in conjunction with each other. Yeah. But if you do not embrace the digital era, hmm. you're going to get left behind. How often would you say that families use you again and again and again? Because some families have sons, daughters, all getting wedded, wedded, wedded. So how often do you sort of get repeat yeah, business? Yeah, I think about 40% of our business is all repeat business. Oh, really? Yeah. That much? Yeah, I've done family weddings where I've done three daughters in the same family. Wow. You know, two of them at the same venue at IXL. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, uh, but no, I mean, I think, you know, it's, um, yeah, that repeat business is, is fundamentally important. And, and actually, it, it goes to demonstrate that you're clearly doing things which are right. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not, by any stretch of the imagination, the cheapest. No. But then you can't have quality, compliance, and commitment at a discounted price no uh and with inflation going the way it is at the minute i think today's headline was 10.1 percent or something yeah uh, i've seen how how is that affecting um i wouldn't say your profit margin but how is that affecting what you've got to charge on I, I i would say the profit margin because the bottom line has been impacted ridiculously yeah and the problem is although in our contracts we stipulate we can charge you more yeah you with, don't want to. No, it's not something we're going to start doing, uh, certainly in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Because, um, you know, and it, it's a really difficult one because, you know, when you think of the hospitality industry, we we bore the brunt of the pain, mm. you know, um, perhaps second only to people who lost loved ones and the NHS and so on. But, yeah. you know, we were totally prohibited from trading. Yeah. So we had millions of pounds wiped away from our business, uh, unimaginable refunds. I mean, I think I repaid over 480 grand. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but we did. I was ethical about it. Yeah. I didn't, could have folded one company to another to done this. But no, I'm proud to say that we have been ethical about what we've done. I think... Um Somebody said that, I think it was Amar from Make It Real, was saying that he found during COVID, a lot of suppliers came together and, and he felt that the um, relationships were built between suppliers just to help each other get through that period. Because I, I've said time and time again on this pod, uh, I went 14 months without shooting a single frame of video. It, it was absolutely, absolutely mad. Um, so you clearly had the resilience within the business to keep going no matter what. So resilience, yeah, the tenacity. The, you know, we pivoted into uh, an award-winning um, takeaway business okay. in, in Sanjay Foods, which was a highlight for us in the pandemic. You know, not only did it give us much urgently needed little bits of revenue, you know, we were sort of um, ignored in our um you know, quest to get grants and things because, you know, it's a lottery postcode. Yeah. But um, the it kept our sanity, the takeaway. And more importantly, it kept some of our part-time chefs busy. Yeah. Didn't qualify for furlough. Yeah. And, uh, and above all, it reignited my passion in my own hometown that we became, you know, we won a Chamber of Commerce Award for uh, excellence in customer service and we were up against wow. some big companies yeah 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 and um, obviously that being today would have blasted it everywhere but yeah even then you know certainly within the business community we really you know um, 
we're really shown out well and and subsequently through that um you know you and i both understand that our repeat business is not necessarily next week or next month you no. know it could be the year after or even the year after yeah yeah and so i know that you know we did definitely build up that goodwill in the brand so going back to offering takeaways then so you upped up sticks from here and moved into town or how did you what, no what did so you we basically uh, did it all through the leicester head office the production unit hmm in uh, Leicester and um, that's where we're working you know you, if you came in on those nights you may not recognize me because I was probably doubly masked up and working in the kitchen and on sleeves the, up again yeah yep. sleeves up rolled up you know back to and you know what that was so enjoyable yeah you know being over those hot stoves and you know you've got the air extract system blaring away on top of your head and you know you've got uh, all your sort of I forget what they call now the tab grabbers with all your orders on yeah and, uh, you know, you've got the delivery and all the apps going off at the same time. And then you've got, you know, and um, I mean, boy, that was pressure. <laughs> you know, here we are, we do a 500, 700, fine. No, no, no issue. You know, Fantastic. huge events. Um, I did the Ambani family wedding last year. You know, the owners of Asda, we've just done a big event at Downing Street. We, we do some, you know, some amazing work. Yeah. And yet the pressure was in that takeaway, getting that bloody butter chicken out. So talk to me about the pressure at Downing Street. How did you, how did, did you feel pressure there or were you comfortable in, in knowing that what you were doing was absolutely on point and and you could relax? Again, fail to plan, plan to fail. Okay. We planned these things. It was done, executed. I mean, I was told that we, we were the best caterer they've ever had. Fantastic. Now, I don't know how far true that is, but... I think so. I, I, you know what? We absolutely nailed it. Yeah, we nailed it. And there's for me, there's never any pressure when you've cooked for perhaps one of the richest men in in the world, in the Ambani's. Yeah, and in the UK with the Asda family, um, you know the Issa brothers, the owners of the um, yeah the huge petrol station chain, and uh, you know thing. Oh, well, prior to that, I mean, I remember back in 2010, we did used to do a lot of work for Laxmi Mittal okay. when he was UK's richest man. Yeah. So we're not phased by who people are. Right. And as long as you have faith in your own ability. Yeah. And the people around you. Yeah. And um, you know, like my late mother always used to say, you know, do work with niyat. Niyat means like integrity. Okay. You know, and I think that is that has to be at the forefront of your thinking. It's funny that because somebody else, I think it was Gervais Johal, used very similar, you know, work with integrity. Hmm. Uh, and it's such a good maxim, <clears throat> yeah. such a good maxim yeah. to work And Gervais is an amazing, you know, good friend of mine. Yeah, he is. He's a top, uh, top lad. Um, so as, as regards IXL, um, you've got multiple suppliers coming in here week after week after week um some you'll know some you won't how challenging is it to uh accommodate you know can they be difficult is it generally quite smooth um you know decor companies coming in djs coming in uh videographers like myself saying no i need that space for this camera and can we do this and can we do that how do you um well i mean you've got a fantastic team that helps out but um how challenging is that to manage on a on a weekly basis I think because the venue is very accessible, easy to come in, easy to unload. I think, you know, we, we, we're quite fortunate in that 
uh, and the team are great so they sort of foster good relations with people uh, I, I do agree with you the videographers and the, especially the um, the guys <laughs> with the big jibs there <laughs> They're like prima donnas themselves, you, you know. Couldn't help yourself. I think you? they're, uh, <laughs> you know, they make the mother-in-law look good. But no, that's a joke. Um, yeah. Um, no, look, it's a machinery that works fairly smoothly. Yeah. We have preferred suppliers, of course, and we are going to strengthen that relationship soon because uh, for me, it's the key thing for me, if you want to work at the IXL, you've got to respect our property. You've got to respect us. You've got to adhere to timelines and guidelines that look we need you to and no systems infallible you know we had an event where um, certain things happened where the timings were out and so on and you know we learned from them and I think one of our strength or perhaps my strength is to learn from my mistakes so you know if it happened once it'll never happen again excellent excellent what's the um, career highlight for yourself would you say like if there's one event that you could pick out from all of your time in the hospitality business where would you go and kind of go yep that was the one where I thought yep we did it I can't name one it's got to be three (laughs) three top three that's just showing off go on then obviously the Downing Street has got to be up there yeah because as a young immigrant coming from East Africa from Uganda um you know, you never envisaged that one day you'd be going to number 10. Mm. You see it on TV. Mm. You know, we, we see sort of the Boris resigning there or, um, you know, or new prime minister coming in and, you mm. know, who, who forgets uh, David Cameron's speeches or uh, and then the dread of thinking that Jeremy Col- Corbyn may be standing there one day. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so to then know exactly where you see those ministers coming from the right, where it is, you know, yeah. you've come through security and then, oh, so the kitchens are there. I mean, the place is, it's like a TARDIS. It's massive. So, yeah. It's flipping massive. Yeah. Flights of stairs and, you know, and it all works and white all behind there. And um, what a, you know, I think I, I compared it to, I said to one of the security, I said, so this is like the UK's version of White House. He goes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was going to think. I was going to ask him where's the bunker, but I didn't. I knew he wouldn't tell me. Be down seventeen floors, indeed, with the ramps probably. But um, yeah, so that um, Mukesh Ambani's niece was a big one. Okay. I mean, Mukesh Ambani is a Gujarati. Uh, I'm a Gujarati. Um, this was like another level. Um, was that here at IXL? Or? No, no, no. Okay. It was at his residence. They've owned Stoke Park. Okay. And, um, yeah, that was amazing. So I'm standing where you are to me, just literally four feet away. Yeah. And we were blown away. Yeah. And then, um, and even, um, and in terms of people, so when we did uh, Moshinisa, the owner of Asda, his son's event, what an amazing, humble guy. You know, somebody who's uh, worked his way up from, from nothing, really to, you know, being such a huge businessman today, um, you know, buying all sorts of businesses. And and like he said to me, he said, you know, we, we don't do this to then just quickly sell. Mm. We're here for the long run. So it was just, that was inspiring. But aside from that, you know, I know I said three, but I, I might as well mention another one. Cool. Is, you know, sometimes when you just, I mean, 
when um, and it's not any one particular event but when you cater um, for some of the schools you know they really to me are uh, they're not one of those where you think you've arrived <laughs> no. you know well you do when you bloody have to get up those stairs <laughs> but okay. it, 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 it's very fulfilling yeah you know when you're uh, so we used to have uh, I don't so much now because we're hardly around or I'm hardly around mm. but like you know the schools in Leicester uh, we didn't even have any money but we used to support them all the time yeah we kept giving because anything children related you don't mind you no, think no, you know no. you see them they're our future generation yeah and uh, you know when you see them uh, and you see their teachers and they're so happy that oh we've got Sanjay Foods you know and they go home and tell their parents and uh, so yeah that's uh, that's a rewarding aspect of it's uh, it's lovely to see that sort of smile in your eyes when <clears throat> when you're talking about that because it really I think it's a shame the listener can't see it because the sort of glow coming off you yeah. there is um, it says a lot I think um, any unfulfilled ambitions anywhere anything that uh, you think uh, yet to score that one. Um. I just, to be honest, um, the pandemic kind of stopped, put a bit of a stop to this, but I was actually beginning to slow down some of my work. Okay. Because I, I do want to, you know, so I've got, um, you know, um, I'd like to, I missed out on my children's uh, upbringing, but I do have a couple of grandchildren who I'd like to spend time with. Yeah. Joyous, so, yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing I'd like to do. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, one of the things you do regret, you, you want your life back in a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a lot of friends who, you know, when we go out, you're the one who gets the table. You're the one who can call the shots. They're far more wealthier than you. They're far more, you know, because, and they live normal lives. Yeah. They've got their weekends. They've yeah. got their nine to fives or sixes or whatever. Mm. And, um, you know, but then, you know, equally on the other hand, you've got to understand that, if, if you do want to be one of the best out there, then, you know, you're only as good as your last event. It takes commitment, 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 doesn't Indeed. it? And, and they say, you know, in hospitality, to be in it, you've either got to love it or don't be in it. Yeah. And is is the flame still there? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, how do you think the wedding season is looking for 2023? Yeah, I charge by the hour, by the way. <laughs> By the, by the 10 minutes. We're, we're at 32 minutes. <laughs> Wedding season this year's, uh, so we went from zero to 150, as you know, yep. last year. Uh, this year, it's like, what's the word? It's difficult. It's great in parts. Mm. And then when you expect to be really busy, you're not. Yeah. And um, I found exactly the same. You know, year. yeah. I mean, uh, so it's uh, and and that kind of uh, irregularity, that type of you know um, intermittent business, isn't ideal. No, because it doesn't it doesn't allow you to plan. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have to take on more because of you know all the overheads you have, all the commitments you have, and um, you know which um, uh, and and the other thing is I think. Pan, post pandemic we do find people more and more than ever shopping around wanting last minute deals wanting last minute you know you think what you're having that that 
kind of a wedding and you've only planned it in the last month. Mm. It defies logic. You could never have yeah. done that. It, it's clearly it's a case of, well, we'll plan everything, yeah. but then we'll shop around where we're going to host it and who's going to cater for it. Yeah. So that doesn't, you know, doesn't sort of put the best sort of grounding for um, seamless events. No. Um, I think hopefully, you know, 2024, uh, we'll see a, 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 a better groundswell of recovery. hundred percent. I think, you know, it's no coincidence. So we work obviously with all the major brands, but I remember Man- Marriott International mentioning, or oh, when 2020 now, and, you know, where Bill Gates was saying things like, by twenty end of 2022, we should see some normality, which in some ways he was right, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but certainly at that stage, you were thinking, oh, oh, I thought I'd be open in six months. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, but Marriott International at that time was talking 24, 25. Yeah. And so, you know, and then when I heard that, I thought, well, they know something I don't. <laughs> and uh, which was in many ways true because they remember they have people who gauge trends, yeah. Who gain, you know, they do research into consumer spending, yeah, public behavior. Um, so yeah, so they do. Uh, okay, well, um, it's my time for my final question, which is the same question I ask everybody right at the end, which is if I could wave a magic wand and give you the skills and the tools to do any other job within the wedding industry, what would you do? Um, what takes you fancy? If you gave me the time and the skill. Yeah. Okay. Magically, you can do anything within the wedding industry. What would you do? Um, I would take over the role of Jazz Johal and DJ Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> I would be flying all over the world. I'd be doing DJing in Morocco and in Turkey and Dubai and just living the life while the rest of these caterers worked hard (laughs) for half the money. That's what I'd do. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Or or even Didar Verdi, you know, another guy, you know, um, lives the life of leisure. No, I'm only coaching. (laughs) They're all brilliant people, amateur, all of them. They all... No, you know, there's nothing else I could do or I'd want to do. Yeah. We're good at what we do. Um, you know, and these pe- people I've just mentioned, incidentally, they inspire me no end. You know, they're a lot younger than me. And it's it's that kind of thinking of theirs, which actually keeps me on my toes. And um, really? enables a hundred percent, you know, enables me to um, DJ H in particular, who's more family than friend. And, you know, the inspiration, the knowledge I have acquired through my relationship with him, is second to none. Is that because they come here and turn out magnificent events or just because you look at their business and think, wowza? No, it's it's the relationships you cultivate okay. and the guidance they give you. Yeah. Um, you know, that this is... Uh, I'll give you a simple example in, in the pandemic. And, um, you know, DJH would send me, you need to get onto Zoom. You need to get onto this. You need okay. to get onto Clubhouse. You need to, you know, now that was alien to me. Yeah. Uh, I did in, eventually get onto all of that and it was okay. great. It was amazing. Yeah. But, um, you know, and uh, and also you need people um, who are there to guide you. I mentioned these are people, you know, who uh, they, they're they there to offer you um, 
an alternative view of looking at things. Yeah. And uh, and also often considering the positives. And then between you guys, you know, I mean, that's just a few. There's so many I can't even think yeah. of the top of my head, you know. Um, and um, because, you know, collectively, I, I remember putting a post up in um, on LinkedIn during the pandemic, and it was... Um, it was something about not being able to put on um, holding up the ceiling on your own. Mm. And that's so true. Yeah. You know, when you've got a cumulative uh, effort there. Um, in fact, I, you know, I'd consider you amongst that elite because, you know, it's always sort of rewarding to know people's perspectives, people's outlooks. Um, and of course, um, you know, if I needed to learn how to keep my glasses from steaming up, <laughs> then yeah. you're the man. No, no, no. We, 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 we'll, we'll leave it at that. But no, I, I completely agree. I think um, we're privileged to work in the business we do. Uh, and the business is populated with some absolutely top class people. So, uh, and it's my ambition to um, to get most of them on. Jas has already said he will he will do one. I think he's in India at the minute or something. I don't. That's know. what I mean. Jet setters. Yeah, you know. completely off jetting around the world. But he um, was here on Sunday. Actually. Was he? Oh, he's not in India then. Maybe he's just ignoring my calls. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Maybe. <laughs> well, he but, will be after I've spoken to him. Too, <laughs> Uh, but listen, Atul, thank you again for agreeing to take part. Thank you for breaking your schedule to uh, come and sit down with me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Next time I'll speak purely in Gujarati or Hindi. <laughs> that'll be an interesting <laughs> conversation, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> One way dialogue. <laughs> no, you'll speak to me in English and I'll respond in Gujarati. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll try that, shall we? What, what can we get? You should uh, try that with someone. <sighs> If only I could learn some Gujarati. Uh, uh, you should speak to Manny Pablo because he doesn't speak English very well. <laughs> I'm only joking, Manny. To, Don't want to, no karate chops here. All, all, all this is <laughs> Well, there we go. <laughs> that was very, very interesting. And uh, again, I can't uh, express my gratitude enough to Atul for taking the time out um, and making space for me to record that pod. Looking forward to episode six, although I'm not sure who it's going to be yet because I've not recorded it. Uh, so um, fingers crossed. But if you are uh, a wedding professional yourself, you'd like to take part, please drop me a line uh, on my email, andy at jibstv.com, J-I-B-Z tv.com uh, or uh, contact me via facebook messenger uh, or even instagram uh, so yeah, there we go um thank you very much for listening and uh, tune in please for episode six thank you very much <laughs>